Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. Children's Plus Foster Family Agency works to provide a safe, healthy environment for children and to connect them to loving and caring parents who will foster their needs. They're hosting a recruitment and resource fair at their office in San Bernardino this Saturday, September 18th from 9 to 2. Here to tell us more is Diane Fallins, Administrator for Children's Plus Foster Family, along with Diane Bubons, Resource Family Coordinator. Thank you for joining me, ladies. Thank you for having us. Yeah, you are so welcome and we are so appreciative. You are very sweet. Start by telling us, what is Children's Plus Foster Family Agency? Well, Children's Plus Foster Family Agency came about, it was an idea with our CEO, Lola Wright, who was a foster parent back then. She wanted to start her own agency in the San Bernardino area. So we got together and put a program together, a program that would serve Riverside and San Bernardino County. Children's Plus Foster Parents' mission is to get parents who are interested in care to provide home for children and youth from one day up to 21 years of age. So Children's Plus, we're an agency who support. We do all the gatherings. We promote and we help our foster parents do everything they need to do to become what we call a resource parent. Once they become a resource parent, they can foster, they can provide services for their own relative, and also they can adopt. And tell us about the services you offer. We train our parents who become foster parents so they can support children in their homes. We provide all kinds of services for the children. We provide their initial assessment services. We provide that safe home for them. We do what we call an initial assessment in the first 30 days with children so we can see where they are developmentally, where they are socially, and what are their needs for we can address their needs during the process. We have a contract with San Bernardino and Riverside County, but our main goal is to foster and promote care of children, but the main, main service is to get parents who are able to do that. And by doing that, we also have PRIDE, which is a training program which will give them all the tools that they need to provide the care that's needed for these children. Without that, it's a nine-week program that we give to the prospective foster parents so that they have all the information that they need to address each need of each one of the children that they may bring into their home. Because we never know where these children have come from. Some of them have been neglected. Some of them have been abused. Some of them are homeless. Some of them have parents that are mentally ill. 
some of them may be able to go back home, and some of them may never get to go back home, but they still have connection with their parents, and we have to teach our prospective parents that this is a possibility, that they may get home and that they also have visitation rights with each one of their prospective parents. The parents may not be living together, for instance. They may be divorced or separated, and they may have separate visitation. Like one of them, the mother might visit on a Saturday, the father might visit on a Monday. And we have to give our parents the tools in order to facilitate these visits on a weekly basis sometimes. It might be a monthly basis. It might be every two weeks. But the training that we do is called PRIDE, and that is a nine-week training. And it's the support services that we will be working with them, and they will become a part of our professional team. So we're there to support, to guide, and also to learn with our perspective and our resource parents. Why is there such a need for foster families in the Inland Empire? I can just tell you that every day when we look on our email, there are referrals saying that they need homes to be provided for children that have been placed in protective custody. And the need is great because we are probably in the Inland Empire. We have a great need here, and families need services, and sometimes the services that they need or they're here, you know, families are split up or there's a domestic violence. There can be all kinds of things, but there's a great need for families. And then it's the county, Riverside and San Bernardino County, will be working with the families to help them do whatever they need to do in regards to uh, completing what they would call their reunification plan. And you can look around in our communities. You can see people living out of their cars. You can see the mentally ill that are walking on the streets. If you go into any school today, there are children that may be living in a park. Their parents are just dropping them off, or they might be living in a motel or a hotel. Someplace they don't have a stable home environment, and that causes them to need foster care. We give them that balance, or we give them that bridge between their home and the community from which they have come from, which is so hard. It's so heartbreaking when you see all the people on the street that are mentally ill. When you see a car going down the street that's got everything that they own, from a child's bicycle to their luggage, and everything is stuffed inside, and they've even got an animal sitting inside the car with them, Mm. and you know that they are homeless. And in our times of today, it is very, very difficult. The rents are extremely absorbent. The food prices are high. And then we had COVID, the pandemic that came along, which made it even worse for a lot of our children. They end up having to be home all the time with their parents when usually they would go to school for eight hours and they'd be home with the parents only just in time to have dinner, take a bath, and go to bed. Then they were with them for 24-7 for like a year and a half. That put a big burden on the family dynamics. So it's just so heartbreaking. So we are in a position now where we need good foster homes, loving, caring people who have an extra bed. You don't have to be married. All you have to have is a good running car, 
have an extra bed in your home, have a driver's license, things that you can do to help out a child. And we're looking for them. How many foster families are you working with right now? And how many more are you looking for? Well, we're working with uh, at least, because we have two offices. One is located here in San Bernardino, and the other office is located in Apple Valley, but we'll be moving to the city of Victorville. Right now, we have about 27 parents that we're working with combined, and this is 27 families' homes. We're always looking for new homes because a lot of our homes participate in the permanent plan of a child, and that means that children may go home back to their families, but some of our foster parents be a part of that permanent plan by becoming the child's legal guardian or becoming that child's adopted family. So that's why we always have a need for new homes. I'm speaking with Diane Fallens, Administrator for Children's Plus Foster Family in San Bernardino, along with Diane Bubon's Resource Family Coordinator. What are the benefits of being a foster family? Well, some of the benefits of being a foster family is that, you know, we also, the counties of San Bernardino give uh, families reimbursement for each child that is in their home. And a reimbursement means that after the first 30 days to 40 days, what what our agency usually reimburse their families on either the 20th to 21st of the month. But the reimbursement covers clothing, supervision and care, personal items, recreational activities, room and board and transportation, school-related expense, and toys, education, and developmental. And, you know, and of course... Every penny, because when you're taking a child in your home that's not your own, that's a big responsibility. And this money is tax-free to our foster parents, and I always let them know. I said, this is icing on the cake. You have the money that you make for yourself. You take care of your own family with that, and all the money you get for these children is extra money for you to provide for whatever needs you may want to do for them. A lot of my parents that are coming in for training right now say, you know, I don't need the money for it. I just want to be able to help a child because I was a foster child at one time Mm. or I was abused at one time. Or, you know, they have other situations where they have come from an environment that they don't want to see another child have to suffer like they did. So they are more than happy to give this attention and this love without ever receiving a dime. But we let them know that they are going to be taken care of from the state of California. These children have rights, and they are paid very handsomely for those rights. They have a Medi-Cal card, a dental card, and some of the children may want to do some extracurricular activity things. You have to just let their social worker know because they have a social worker at our agency and they have a county social worker. You get with them and they put their heads together and they can make things happen for each and every one of these children. These children come to us, they are so gifted. I have been like, between Diane and I, we probably have <laughs> 60 years of service with these children because we have seen them when they've come in. They are gifted artists. They are gifted writers. They are gifted athletes. And they always come back. Last year, I think it was two years ago, we had a gentleman who Diane fostered. Oh, I was his social worker while he was in care. And uh, he's now in the military and he's married and he's living back east. But just to see his growth, when I first met him, he was in the eighth grade. 
and he came back last summer to the agency to let me know how he was doing. He graduated from Carter High School in Rialto, and he joined the military. He's doing so well. It's wow. just a blessing. What are the qualities that you look for in a foster family? Well, one of the first qualities that we want to look at is that they want to participate in our educational program, which Diane talked about their pride. The other thing that we look at is their home environment. The community care license, the state of California, there are certain safety things that they need to have. You know, just locking up their detergent, their bleach. You know, so we'll come out and do a safety check of their home. We'll make sure they have all that information. But we want to put children, most important, into stable environment. That is the key. Because what happens is that we don't want to put them take them from an environment that they were frightened and afraid of and put them into one that's even worse than where they have come from. So we have to make sure that that your home is safe. But we don't want you to be afraid to do anything. If you decide you want to go on vacation, we make sure that you can go on vacation. You take our children with you. We go through the county. We let them know where you're going. When you're coming back, if you're going to be making a, if it's going to be a road trip, if you're going to be stopping at a neighbor, at a relative's in Mississippi and another relative in New York, we just had one of our foster parents. They had a big motor home, and she took all five of her children, and they went on a road trip. I've had parents that said, "Okay, we're going to go down to Florida for a vacation." They've taken them to Florida. We've had them. They've taken them to Mexico for a vacation. All we need to know is where you're going, when you're going, and we will make sure that our children are going to go and that they're going to be safe. That's all that matters. You want to give them advantages that they have not ever had before, and they will be forever grateful. You hear about children talking about, oh, we went here, we went there, or we saw this. But the thing that you asked us, we do want to get background historical history on each of our prospective families. We do what we call a written report. Well, we want to know about your history. What is your experiences? What was your childhood like? And we want parents to know that we're going to go through every step with them and support them through the process. So we are nosy, we want to know, because you're going to be dealing with children, and we need to know a lot about our families. Do you have any other examples that you want to share of how being fostered has helped change a child's life? Maybe about a year and a half ago, I was walking in the, uh, one of the malls, and one of my little girls that I met when she was two years old, she was 12, and she said, Miss Diane, Miss Diane, do you remember me? You placed me in a home in Rialto, and she told me all about the situation. She was doing so well. The family that I placed her with had adopted her, and it had changed her whole life. She was so afraid and had so many fears when I first met her, but she was just so open and outgoing and had done so well. And just, I have so many stories of just being in a safe home environment even if they return to their parents' home, to know that they have people in their life that they connected to, that they can always reconnect to. It's so important. And my example is, I was with another agency at this time, and I would tell my girls, or my, I always called them my children, I'd say, if you get good grades, I'm going to give you $5 for every A that you get on your report card. 
you should have seen the children that would come in. They would be so happy. Miss Diana, look what I got on my report card. They would excel just because I initiated something like that. Or if I had fruit on my table, I would always have some apples, oranges, or something, and I would give them my fruit when they would come in. I'd say, now, I want you to make sure you do a good job in school because, you know, it's very important to get good grades because I want to make sure that you are going to be somebody when you grow up and they would constantly come back and show me their report cards and I'd be so excited and I would post them up on my wall or I'd put them in there and they also would write me poems. I have one young lady, I said, what do you like to do? She goes, I like to write and she wrote the most beautiful poem and I still have that poem today and I put it in a frame and I had it on my wall and this was like probably 20 years ago. So these children are really, really talented. They are beautiful inside and out if given the opportunity. God does not make any bad choices. He only makes good. Tell us about the upcoming recruitment and resource fair that you have coming up this Saturday. Oh, we are looking so forward to that. The whole point of that is to try to promote and recruit homes for the children that will be coming to our agency. We're going to have life scan services, first aid presentation. We're going to have orientation, entertainment. We're going to have different agencies going to be participating with us, and we're going to have food and drinks and prizes and raffles. I got the San Bernardino Police Department that's going to be here for us. United Way, they have donated some goods for us and things that go inside the backpacks for the children and some hand sanitizers. I have First Five is going to be giving us some information and have a booth set up here. But we have been very, very busy in the community and getting people to help us with making sure this is an event that we will be able to do annually. This is our first go-around with it, so we are looking so forward to getting lots of people to come out and see what we're all about because we need homes and these children need good foster parents. I've been speaking with Diane Fallens, Administrator for Children's Plus Foster Family in San Bernardino, as well as Diane Bubon's Resource Family Coordinator. Where can we go to get more information about Children's Plus Foster Family Agency or your upcoming event? You can contact us at area code 909-889-3930, or you can go to our website, which is childrensplus.org. Or you can contact Diane Bubon at D B O U B O N at Children's Plus SFA dot org. Or you can go on our website and we'd be more than happy to answer any questions for you. We are located at 696 North D Street in the city of San Bernardino in suite number four. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you for making a difference in the lives of our children. I hope you have a very successful event this Saturday. Thank you so much, Vicki, for having us, and have a blessed day. And you guys stay safe, okay? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.